Shalom, Shalom, Israel, giving all praise to the Most High and to His Son, Yahweh Shai. Um, today's class, Idolatry Comes From Within You. Inspiration for today's class came from someone coming to me and asking me, is it a sin for me to burn sage in my home? Someone came and asked me, is it a sin to burn sage in my home? And, you know, our first thought when we say burning sage, we're thinking cleansing evil spirits. Person just like the smell. And asked, is it a sin for me to burn sage in my home? And it kind of got me thinking, Israel is afraid of a lot of things in this world because they're so afraid of the connotations of what it's linked to. You know, Israel afraid to eat chocolate in October. You know what I'm saying? Bring it out. Israel afraid of stringed lights because they're surnamed Christmas lights. So they're afraid to put them anywhere near their home or anything to use as lighting because they're afraid they're going to be deemed as celebrating Christmas. You know, uh, they're afraid of candy corn because it's associated with Halloween, you know. And one thing I've noticed over the years is that that's a big thing with Israel. We're afraid of a lot of things. I mean, we're afraid to burn a certain scent in our home because it's linked to witchcraft. And so we feel like because we like that scent in our home, we are now witches. And that is not what idolatry is. That's not what witchcraft is. That's not what worshiping false idols is. It comes from within you. It is not the things that you do on the outside. It's the things that you do on the inside. That's right. Bring it out. Give me 1 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 1. The book of 1 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 1. Read. Now, as touching things... Offered unto idols. Now, as discussing things that are offered unto idols, you know, celebrations, uh, different foods created on their different holidays. A lot of brothers I know scared to eat cranberry sauce. You know what I'm saying? Because it's associated with Thanksgiving. Now we discussing things that are offered unto idols, right? Read. We know that we all have knowledge. We all have knowledge. You know, we all have knowledge of idols we all have knowledge of their pagan feasts we all have knowledge of their pagan practices we have knowledge of these things read knowledge up, up. but see knowledge it puff you up because a lot of brothers they just get knowledge just to say they got knowledge they want to find out everything about everything just to say that's what they got you know, they're going to learn that anything you do, oh, you using that type of paper, Ock? Did you know that that type of paper is pagan because it come from a different type of way they made paper that they was worshiping the paper gods? That's the way some brothers are, man. And so they will refuse to use that type of paper. Read. But charity. But edify. charity. Read. Edify. See, that's the difference between brothers that just, because once you tell a brother you can't use that paper, I would say, well, what's your solution? They ain't going to have no solution. They're going to just tell you what you can and cannot do. But they're not going to give you the solution on how to better live your life. They're going to leave you with a, with a stipulation with a limit on your life. You're not allowed to eat that certain thing because we, we say that this, this, that, or third, it's associated with Thanksgiving. You're not allowed to eat that. Well, give me a workaround for it, brother. 
give me a solution. I can't eat the cranberry sauce because it is associated with, with, with the turkey dinner. Give me a workaround. Give me a solution. Some brothers got the knowledge, but they don't have the charity that go along with it. Give me Ecclesiastes chapter 1 and verse 1. The book of Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 1. Read. The words of the preacher, the son of David, king in Jerusalem. Read on. Vanity of vanity. Well, hold on. What did he say? Vanity of vanity. See, brothers don't actually understand what vanity is. Vanity. Pointlessness. For, for what purpose? I ask brothers that all the time when they come to me with with, with just pointless things. I'd be like, what, what, why do you need that knowledge? What you going to do with it? They come asking a question about, what are you going to do with that knowledge? What's the purpose of you knowing that? Just to know it. Just because I want to be the person that know that knowledge. Vanity of vanities. Read. Say it. The preacher. Read on. Vanity of vanities. Read. All is vanity. It's all vanity. Why can't we just stick with the simplicity? Why do we have to be vain about it? We got to go ex the extra mile. We got to be the extra. We got to do this extra. We got to, oh, I can't touch this. I can't touch that. I can't speak that. We can't even say that. We can't even touch that. We can't even eat that. We can't do that. We can't go there. No. Nothing. We, can, we can't even do nothing. Read. What profit hath a man <laughs> of all his labor, which he taketh under the sun? What, what do it profit you all that study? What do it really profit you? All that extra. What do it really profit you? Restricting yourself from all of those things. What is it profiting you? Does it profit you that you haven't tasted a candy corn in six years? Has that profited you? Some people don't. I mean, I mean, the peppermint candies associated with Christmas. I'll never eat a peppermint candy. It's so it's pagan. It's pagan idolatry. What profit has that done for you? Have you become more spiritual because you haven't tasted the taste of peppermint in six years? Have you become more spiritual? No. Have you become more spiritual because you refrain from chocolate during the, during the month of October? Have you become more spiritual? See, give me verse 13. Verse 13. Read. And I gave my heart to seek and search out by wisdom concerning all things that are done under heaven. See, now Solomon say he gave his mind to seek and to search out all wisdom concerning everything done under heaven. I mean, he did his study, researching all the pagan worshiping, everything, where the origins of everything come from, where everything, why, why do people do these things? Read. This sword travails. Hold on, what did he say it was? This sword travails. He said it was a sword travail. Read. Have God given to the sons of man to be exercised therewith? Give me... Chapter 2 and verse 24. He said this is a sore travail to do all that study, all that research, all that going into that. When Read this. The book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 2, verse 24. Read. There is nothing better for a man than that he should eat and drink and that he should make his soul enjoy good in his labor. See, that's the mission of the Hebrew Israelite man. To eat and drink and make his soul enjoy good in his labor. That's right. That is what our life is about. Enjoying our labor. Go go out and do the work of the Lord. Go out and do the work of our household. Six days shalt thou work. Seven days shalt thou rest. Right. Enjoy the good of your labor. That's right. Some brothers can't even enjoy the good of their labor 
because they so stuck on fear. Can't do this, can't do that. Can't touch this, can't touch that. Can't smell this certain scent because it's associated with, you know, doing this or doing that. Can't even, you know, some people, like I say, they like the, the, the smell of sage, but they can't even burn it in their own home because they feel like if they do, they suddenly are a wicked. They're suddenly trying to get the evil spirits out of their house. You see what I'm saying? Now, let me ask you a question. When you pray, do you not pray that the Lord put the spirits of the prophets of old upon you? You see what I'm saying? So because you're praying for the spirits of the prophets of old, are you now a witch? Are you summoning spirits? You see what I'm saying? Read. This also I saw that it was from the hand of God. This is from the hand of God to enjoy your life. To enjoy the labor of your hands. To be able to do the things that you like. To be able to smell the sense you want to smell. Eat the food that you want to eat. Taste what you want to taste. Do what you want to do. Relax when you want to relax. It's your life. Now everything within the laws of God, of course. I'm not saying go make you a, a BLT. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But within the laws of God, it's clean. Right. We don't have to put those restrictions on ourselves. Read. For who can eat? Or who else can hasten? Here unto more than I. Read on. For God giveth to a man that is good in his sight. Wisdom. Read on. And knowledge. Read on. And joy. That's what it is, man. Right. Wisdom, knowledge, and joy. That's right. Some brothers, they get wisdom, knowledge, and pain. They get wisdom, knowledge, and sorrow. It say when you get wisdom and knowledge, you're supposed to get joy. Read. But to the sinner, he giveth travail. Hold on, to the what? To the sinner, he giveth travail. To the what? To the sinner, he giveth travail. See, when you a sinner, then you get that wisdom and knowledge, everything is restrictions. Everything is can't do this, can't do that. Can't touch this, can't touch that. Everything is, oh, I got to make sure I got to... Step on my tippy toes when you a sinner. Right. Read together and to heap up and to heap up. Read that he may give to him that is good before God. Read on. This also is vanity and vexation of spirit. Vexation of spirit. Give me Exodus twenty and three. We're gonna touch on both sides of it too today. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna touch on both sides of it. Exodus chapter 20 and verse 3. Book of Exodus chapter 20 verse 3. Read. That shall have no other gods before me. He see, see, what did it say there? Read it again. I... That shall have no other gods before me. Do you fall into this category? Do you, do you put the things of this world before your God? Now, the thing is, do you put those holidays before your God? Do you put those pleasures, those earthly pleasures before your God? Those would be putting those gods before you. That's right. Because I choose to eat some cranberry sauce, did I put that cranberry sauce before God? Is that is that cranberry sauce now my God? When we're thinking about idolatry, and we're saying, oh, that's idolatry, what is idolatry? Read verse 3 again. Thou shalt not have no other God before me. So when you're saying that's idolatry, you're saying that he has put that God before his God. So because I choose to eat a chocolate bar on October 15th, did I put that chocolate bar before my God? Is that what you're saying to me right now? That I'm committing idolatry because I ate a chocolate bar? See, you have to understand what you're saying. 
Read. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image. Now we say this other half of idolatry, having the 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 gods within your mind, then we have the physical aspect of it. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image. Read. Or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above. Read. Or that is in the earth beneath. Read. Or that is in the water underneath. So, so when we have our emblem, say I got the lion, or I got the menorah, or I got the Manasseh, or is, are we worshiping that, or is that simply a representation of our house? You know what I'm saying? Is that simply a sign to say this is who we are, or are we worshiping that? So when you saying that a certain thing is idolatry, when you read in the scriptures, it say thou shalt not make unto thee a graven image. Read verse five. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them. Then it say, thou shalt not. Are we bowing ourselves down to that? So when you seeing it and you saying, yeah, okay, you got like Jesus up on your wall. Yeah, you bowing yourself down to that. You believe that is God. We don't believe this is God. That's right. This is not God. You see what I'm saying? When you have that Jewish star on your thing, you believe that is a representation of your God. This is not a representation of our God. Right. You see what I'm saying? Read on. Nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God. He is a what? Jealous God. He is a what? Jealous God. He is a jealous God. Read. Visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. See, and brothers are so quick to put iniquity on brothers. Yeah. Iniquity. You doing this, you doing that. Iniquity, putting it on brothers. Looking at what they doing instead of looking in the mirror because nine times out of ten when brothers are going extra, when you're going extra over here, that means you're slacking over here. Bring that out. If you're not well-rounded, you might have all your, your spec points in this at, at, as, asset and then over here you lacking. You down here. You see what I'm saying? You got to be well-rounded in everything that you do. Read. And showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me. Hold on, what is the requirement? And showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me. See, that love him. That love him. Some brothers, it's not about loving him. It's not about loving Christ. It's about fearing what Christ will do to you. That's right. And that's, I'm, that's a big difference because we're going to go into that fear today. Read. And keep my commandments. And keep his commandments. See? 1 Corinthians 8 and 1. We're going we gonna to touch on that fear because a lot of brothers, they not they don't fear Christ. They don't fear God. They fear losing stuff in their life that they know God can take from them. That's what they fear. They fear losing status. They fear losing that car. They fear losing that job. But the actual fear of God is not within them because fear of God is not that fear of shaking in your boots. Fear means reverence. It means respect. Right. It means respect. It means love. Read this, Ark. First Corinthians chapter 8, <laughs> verse 1. Now, as touching things offered unto idols, Read. we know that we all have knowledge. That we all have knowledge. Read. Knowledge. Puff up. Knowledge. See, knowledge puff you up. Read. But charity edifies. But when you have charity 
that accompanies that knowledge, then you begin edifying the people. Read. And if any man thinks that he knoweth anything, read on. He knoweth nothing, yet as he ought to know. See that we got to get that back in our heads, man. We we all we 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 read the scripture on the street corner, but do we apply it to ourselves in our daily life? It say, if any man he think that he know anything, he knoweth nothing yet as he ought to know. It's not about us. Right. It's about following Christ. Read. But if any man love God, if any man what? If any man love God, what's the what's the requirement? If any man love God, read. The same is known of him. See, that's what you. If you love Christ, if you love God, that thing will be known of you. That's right. It'll be known whether you really love God or whether it's about something else. Whether it's about something different in your life. Give me Deuteronomy 10 and 12. Read this. Book of Deuteronomy chapter 10 verse 12. Read. And now Israel, what doeth the Lord thy God require of thee? What do the Lord thy God require of thee, Israel? You know, does he require you to be shaking in your boots every day of your life? Does he require for you to tiptoe around your life, fearing what you're going to do, what you're going to step on, what glass you're going to step on, what noise you're going to make? Like Not wanting to make no noise. Is that what the Lord requires of us? A life of fear? A life of regret? Read. But to fear the Lord thy God. But to what? But to fear the Lord thy God. See, but to fear the Lord thy God. When you fear God, that means read. To walk in all his ways. You're going to walk in all his ways. That's what fearing God means. You're going to walk in all his ways. That means, what's your requirement? You got to go and learn about Christ and then walk like Christ. That's right. Have you read any scripture in there where Christ was scared to do something? Work it out. Christ was like, no, nah, I, ain't, I ain't dealing with that, man. I'm scared to deal with that. I don't know if it's a sin. I don't know if I can't do it. Have you ever read that scripture? Where Christ was scared. Read. And to love him. And to what? And to love him. We have to get back to loving, loving Christ. Because when you love Christ, then you know that Christ loves you. That's right. But when you don't really know that you love Christ or really love Christ, then you're not sure that Christ loves you. That means you... You got to tiptoe because you always got to say, okay, I got to make sure that Christ loved me. I got to make sure. I got to make sure. It's that a third. But when you truly love Christ, you'll know that Christ loved you and you'll be walking in the spirit. Read. And to serve the Lord thy God. Read. With all thy heart and with all thy soul. So it say to serve the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul. So let me ask you a question. If you really serving God. Why are other gods always on your mind? That's the real question. You know what I'm saying? If you married to somebody, are you always going to be worried about tiptoeing around somebody else, somebody else girl? Making sure you're not stepping on somebody else girl toes? Making sure you're not walking in somebody else girl path? Or are you going to be worried about your wife? So why is it that people that say they serve the Lord and love the Lord and fear the Lord Always tiptoeing around Baphomet. You know what I'm saying? Always tiptoeing around Halloween. Always tiptoeing around Christmas. Always talking about Thanksgiving. Always got always got the other gods in their mouth. Always worried about tiptoeing around the other gods. 
And then rarely will they speak about how can I better please the Lord this Passover? How can I better please the Lord this this day of atonement? How can I better please the Lord on this piece of tabernacles? Read. To keep the commandments of the Lord. Read. And his statutes, which I command thee this day. Read. For thy good. For thy good. Everything was made for your good. Give me 1 Corinthians 8 and 4. Brothers don't understand the Sabbath was made for man. Man was not made for the Sabbath. These laws were made for us. We were not made for the laws. So why do we not treat them like they were made for us? Why do we treat them like we was made for them? Why do we treat the laws like we was made just to do that? Why don't we treat the laws like they was made for us? Why are we a slave to this instead of this being a helpmeet unto us? Why? Read the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 8, verse 4. As concerning, therefore, the eating of those things that are offered in sacrifice unto idols. And now it say concerning the things eating, concerning the eating of those things that are offered in sacrifice unto idols. Now we know what those things, so somebody, you know, Big Mama invites you over to Thanksgiving dinner. What do we say? <laughs> Hit him with the double D. Drop dead. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? See, it say eating of those things specifically sacrificed unto idols. Read. We know that an idol is nothing in the world. That an idol is nothing. So why are we so afraid of it? Why are we so afraid that we can't even touch a can of cranberry sauce? That's right. Why are we so afraid that we can't even burn the right type of the, the type of incense we want to burn in our home because we feel like that sin is associated with something else. That's right. It say that God is nothing. That God doesn't even exist. Why are you afraid of it? Read. And that there is none other God but one. Why? How do we know that there is none other God but one, but then still be afraid of the other gods? Bring that out. How? Like they really exist. Like we're afraid to worship them. We're afraid that if we do this certain thing that we're going to be worshiping that God that don't even exist. It's because our people's give me Judges 6 and 10. Let's see why. <laughs> Let's see why. This, this, it, the Bible is an explanation of the inner psyche of the Israelite mind. So if you want to find out anything of why you do certain things, why you act a certain way, why you speak the way you speak, why you live your life the way you live. If you go in this Bible, you're going to find out why. Because this Bible is a mirror reflection of the inner psyche of the Israelite man and woman. Read this, Ak. The book of Judges, chapter 6, verse 10. Read. And I said unto you, I am the Lord your God. See, he say, the Lord say, I am the Lord your God, right? Read. Fear not the gods of the... America. The Amorites. Amorites. So why did the Lord say, fear not the gods of the Amorites? Why would he say that? Read it again, Ark. Fear not the gods of the Amorites. Read on. In whose land ye dwell. In whose, so it's saying, fear not, the le- fear not the gods of the people in whose land ye dwell. What, what land do we dwell in now? Is it not America? Is it not the land of the heathens? 
The Gentiles. So it say, fear not the gods of these heathens in whose land you dwell. So why is it that our people are so afraid? So afraid of these gods? Read. But ye have not obeyed, my boy. But our people, we don't obey. Why? Because we don't trust God. That's right. We don't trust him. We don't, we, we're like, okay, Lord, you say not to be afraid, but if I do this certain thing, I might get cursed. If I, if I eat this certain food, I might get cursed. I'm afraid. Yeah. We don't trust him. Let me ask you a question. Which came first, the cranberry or the, or the Thanksgiving? Which came first, the turkey or Thanksgiving? You know what I'm saying? Which came first, the apple pie or Christmas? You know? Which came first, the sage or the Wiccan religion? Which came first? Was it not the sage? So what was they doing with it before that? Who created it? Give me Judges 2 and 2. And it go with a lot of things. You know, there's a lot of different examples of things that our people are afraid of because it's associated. But these are just the main examples that I'm giving you. You know, you got the chocolate on the Halloween. You got your cranberry sauce. You know what I'm saying? You got peppermints for Christmas. You know what I'm saying? You got your uh, eggs. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the Easter time. You know what I'm saying? If you don't, I guess people don't want to eat the eggs. I don't know. You know, but our people, we, we tiptoe around these things. You know what I'm saying? You got lots of examples. It's just a, a, a basis for it. See, read this, Ock. Book of Judges, chapter 2, verse 2. Read. And ye shall make no league with the inhabitants of this land. He said, you shall make no league with the inhabitants of this land. For you to know about their gods and to be afraid and tiptoe around their gods, what do you have to do? You have to first learn about their gods. That's you have to make a league with them and say, I want to know everything about how you worship your God. So that when you finally learn, you're going to be tiptoeing around it. But if you don't make no league with them, you ain't going to be afraid to eat chocolate in October. That's right. You ain't going to be worried about them. Y'all do what y'all do. I'm going to do what I do. You see what I'm saying? But because we made a league with them, now we got to put on those fig leaves. Now we got to go and hide ourselves from the Lord because we're naked. That's right. Read. You shall throw down their altars. Hold on. You shall what? You shall throw down their altars. So why are we still tiptoeing around the altar if it's supposed to be thrown down? That's right. How? You're telling me 10,000 years from now, in, in, he, in, in, in our true kingdom, we still not going to be eating chocolate in October. We still not going to be, we still going to be tipping around these little things because the altars are still standing. Or is it going to be thrown down and forgotten? Never to be mentioned again. Read. But you have not obeyed my voice. Read. Why have you done this? Why do you do this to yourself? Is it because in your mind, in your mind, in your, in your heart, you really believe that you're still worshiping those idols? Is that why you do it to yourself? Because you feel like when you're eating that candy corn, you're enjoying Halloween. Is that why you do it to yourself? Is it because it's internal? Is it in your mind? Yeah. See, read on. Wherefore, I also say, read. I will not drive them out from before you. See, that's why the Lord say he will not drive them out from before you. Read. But they shall be as thorns in your sides. Thorns in your sides, read. And their gods shall be a snare unto you. How are, the, how are their gods a snare unto us? 
because they keep us in sin. That's right. If we was free from their gods, we would not be in sin because we free from that. We we don't we don't acknowledge their gods anymore. But because we still acknowledging their gods, because we have not cast down their altars, because we have not removed their gods from our minds, we are still snared by the sin that we are afraid to commit. We still snared by it because we have not cast them down. Christmas is still alive and well in our minds. Halloween is still alive and well in our minds. That's why we're so afraid of it. Second Timothy one and seven. The book of Second Timothy, chapter one, verse seven. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear. So if God didn't give us the spirit of fear, where did we get it from? Who gave us the spirit of fear? Yeah. See, read. But of power. What did he give us? But of power. What did he give us? But of power. See, power. Do we even know what power is? Why, if we're supposed to be given the spirit of power, why are we so weak as a nation? That we can't even do what we want to do or speak how we want to speak or walk how we want to walk. We just slaves. No power. Slaves don't have power. So if we are slave to these restrictions, how can we have power? Read. And of love. And of what? And of love. Read. And of sound mind. See, the Lord, he said the spirit and the gift that he give unto us is a sound mind. Peace. Inner, inner peace. Anything you're doing in life, you have peace. So why are we running around scared with fear? That's not peace. That's not a sound mind. Inside your mind, you always debate, oh, well, what is this got in there? What, is, what do I do? What, what do I do? What, what's this? What, why can't I do that? I, don't, I can't wear green on this day. I can't do this. I can't. Fear. No soundness in our mind whatsoever. Yeah. Give me 1 Corinthians 8 and 5. Let a brother accidentally walk out of his house without his fringes on one day. He might, he might swerve his car into a tree. <laughs> I'm just being real. Let him accidentally. He get up. He's late for work. He throw a shirt on. He go to work. He find out he ain't got his fringes on. Man, he might he might just quit his job. That's how brothers be. I remember because my I'm gonna tell you like this. My wife was watching a, a show on YouTube, Israelite cartoon show, and I seen that on there where they was being so extra about certain things. It was like dude was like. You know, oh, you know, uh, you ain't got your fringes on today. Oh, you going into that lake of fire automatically. Oh, what? Hold on. The the dude, the, the boss asked him to work one Sabbath day. And the dude was like, I might just have to quit this job. And this is what they teaching our children. Yeah. That you're supposed to quit the job that feeds your family. Job you've been at for 15 years. Job to take care of all your bills. Because the boss asked you to work one Sabbath day. And you're supposed to just quit it. You're supposed to be raw. And you're supposed to be, uh, I, I can't, I can't do nothing. I can't do no, no, can't, can't, can't do nothing like that. Yeah. Supposed to be so raw. And then when you quit your job, what? Can't pay no bills. Yeah. Can't feed your family. That's right. Can't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? But you ain't got to work this, Abby. See, read this out. Book of First Corinthians, chapter eight, verse five. Read. For though. There be that are called gods. For though there be that are called gods, read. Whether in heaven 
or in earth. See, whether we call them gods, whether the heathen call them gods, read. As there be gods many, and lords many. Read. But to us. But to us, read. There is but one God. There is but one God. There is only one God. When are we... When are we going to get that through our thick skulls? That's right. As a nation. Because even though we say we worship the Lord, Shai, the Most High and His Son, even though we say that, in our minds, there's many gods. That's right. And the Lord's telling you, there is only one God. There's only one. Read. The Father. The Father, read. Of whom all are all. Things. Of whom are all things. Some of our people in their minds, they feel like the Moabites God made them, Edomite God made them, the, the Elamite God made them, and then our God made us. That's the way they feel like in their head. The Lord say everything come from him. That's right. It's all him. Read. And we in him. And we in him. Read. And one Lord Jesus Christ, by whom are all things. Read. And we by him. Read on. Albeit, there is not in every man that knowledge. Now it's saying, there is not in every man that knowledge. Not every man got the knowledge that there is only one God and everything else is false. Everything else is idols. They don't have that knowledge. They really believe that these that there is other gods and that they're afraid to accidentally worship those gods. Read. For some with conscience of the idol unto this hour, eat it as a thing offered unto an idol. See, some with consciousness of the idol, that means this idol is still in their conscience. They have not torn this idol down. That's right. Eat it as a thing offered unto an idol. Now, some people. They still got the Thanksgiving idol in their head. They don't, they're afraid to eat the cranberry sauce because they don't want to worship the idol. Then they go eat the cranberry sauce. What do they do? In their mind, they worshiping that idol. Right. Read it. And their conscience being weak. In their conscience being weak, read. Is defiled. They are now defiled. Because they still got that Halloween idol in their mind. When they go and they eat that candy corn, they still see Halloween. So they work, they they defile. They defile in their mind because their conscience is weak. But let's explain it. Give me Romans 14 and 1. Book of Romans, chapter 14, verse 1. Read. Him that is weak. In the faith. Him that is weak in the faith, read. Receive him. Receive him, read. Ye, but not to doubtful disputation. Disputation. So some people, they know, when brothers not as strong in the faith, they want to have disputings, arguments, going into the scriptures, this, this, that, and the third. You can't do this, you can't do that, this, that, and the third. You can't do this. And they say, receive him, but not to doubtful disputations. Receive him in love. Read. For one believeth that he may eat all things. See, one, one man, he's stronger in the spirit, and he know that there is only one God. 
He knows that he can eat these certain things. He knows he can drink this certain drink. He knows he can smell that certain thing because it's not worshiping other idols. Right. It means nothing. There is no other gods. Read. Another who is weak. Another who is weak. Read. Another who is weak in the spirit, not as strong. He stay away from a lot of stuff. That's right. Because he know that he he don't want to he don't want to get involved with no other gods. He want to be only with the one God. That's right. You know what I'm saying? He eateth herbs. Read. Let not him that eateth despise him that eateth not. So hold up. It say let not that man that can eat all those things, can consume, can do the study, can dip and dab and learn and, and get into everything. Let not him despise that brother that's just simply not as strong. That has to stay away from certain things because they don't want to get involved with other gods. That has to stay away from certain doctrines because they don't want to be tempted. Let not him despise the brother that's weaker. Read. And let not him which eateth not judge him. That let not him which eateth not, which stay away from the doctrines, which stay away from those certain foods, which stay away from those things that they believe worship other gods. Let not him judge the man that is freely enjoying all the fruits of the garden. That's right. Let not him judge that man. Read. For God hath received him. For God received him. Read. Who art thou that judges another man's servant? That's what it come down to. Who are we to sit there and judge another man's servant? That's right. Judging the Lord's servant, looking down on that brother because he's simply not as strong. He can't, he can't consume. He can't get into those things. And who are we to look down on the brother or, look, or, or judge the brother that is able to dip and dab because he's strong in the spirit? Read. To his own master, he standeth or bottom. We all got to answer to our own master. Read. He, he shall be holding up. He shall be holding up. Read. For God is able to make him stand. God is able to make him stand. Read. One man esteemeth one day above another. See, it's all up to your. It's all up to that man's personal preference with how he worshiped the Lord. It's a one man one day esteemeth above another. He might say, "Okay, Mondays is my day that I take and I, you know, fast on this day, and I, I have to fast on this day. This is my day." And that's up to him. As long as he's keeping the Sabbath day, you know, whatever he want to do with his other six days, that's up to him. Read. Another esteemeth every day alike. Another one, he esteemeth every day alike. The six days, the Sabbath day, he's just doing, he's just going about. He don't, he don't have to do those extra things because he know what he's doing for the Lord. That's his, what he do. Read. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. But see, that's where it come down to. Let every man be fully persuaded of what he do in his own mind. Some brothers are not fully persuaded. That's right. They'll 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 not fully understand why they allowed to eat this thing, why they allowed to get into this thing, and they'll still get into it without fully understanding. Some people will believe that's something they shouldn't be getting into and then still get into it. That's right. Not being fully persuaded. In your mind. You got to be sure about it. Read. He that regretteth the day, regretteth it unto the Lord. He that regardeth the day, regardeth it unto the Lord. Read. And he that regardeth not the day. Read. To the Lord, he doeth not regard it. See, it's all about your relationship with the Lord. That's right. What you want to give to him. What you want to do for him. 
But a lot of people, they want to put restrictions on themselves, and then they want to say somebody else should be putting that restriction on themselves. That is not the way you do it. Some people want to, they want to take restrictions off of themselves, and they want to get mad when somebody else got other restrictions. That is not the way you do it. That's up to you. Read. He that eateth, eateth to the Lord. He that eateth, eateth to the Lord. Read. For he giveth God thanks, and he that eateth not, to the Lord, he eateth not. Read. And giveth God thanks. So why are we always looking out the window? That's right. Why are we always looking at what somebody else is doing? Saying, oh, you you committing idolatry because you're doing that. Oh, you committing idolatry because you're not doing that. Oh, you, you, you worshiping other gods because mind your own business. That's right. That idolatry comes from within you. If you feel like you committing that idolatry, then yeah, it's idolatry. Because that's within you. But if that brother feel free to do that and he's worshiping the Lord and he's on the spirit, hey man, that's what he's doing. That's right. Read. For none of us liveth to himself. None of us liveth to himself. Read. And no man dieth to himself. Read on. For whether we live, we live unto the Lord. He said when we live, we live to the Lord. Read. And whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Read on. Whether we live, therefore, or die, we are the Lord. See, you got to understand, you're the Lord's no matter what you're doing. Read. That's right. For to this end, Christ both died. Hold on, hold on. What did Christ die for? For this end, Christ both died. Christ died so that you wouldn't have to live in fear. That's right. Because that's the way it used to be. Before Christ got here, oh, you had to tiptoe. You had to tiptoe. Because everything had to be done by the letter. That's right. Everything was, was so strict. Everything was, oh, you do this, you do that, you do this. You're not in the spirit. You do that. Blah, blah, blah. When Christ got here, he died so that could be done away. We're done with that. That's right. Now we're able to do it in love. Read. And rose and riveted that he might be Lord both of the dead and living. See, brothers don't understand that the Lord is the Lord of the dead and the living. That's right. So... Why are we acting like he is only our God and he's not the God of those brothers we see out there on them streets? Why are we acting like that? Why are we acting like they're not allowed to pray to God and he, when we're the only ones allowed to pray to God? Why are we acting like that? Why do we have that spirit? We so quick to pull the scripture. John 9 and 31. The Lord don't hear your prayer, sinner's prayer. We're so quick to pull that. But did you not pray to come into the truth? Did you not pray that the Lord would save you out of your condition? Did he not answer your prayer? So when do we when do we pull that precept? See, read. But why doest thou judge thy brother? Why dost thou judge thy brother? Read. Or why dost thou set a knot thy brother? Read on. For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Read on. For it is written, as I live, saith the Lord. Every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then, every one of us shall give account to himself to God. See, every one of us is going to have to give account of himself to the Lord. Read. Let us not, therefore, judge one another anymore. See what Paul say? Let us not, therefore, look upon our brother life and judge what our brother doing with his life. That's right. Let us not, therefore, look upon our sister life and judge what our sister doing with her life. 
Let us not therefore look at the little actions they doing and saying, oh, you doing that, you doing that, you doing this, you doing this, you eating that, you 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 saying that word, you smelling that scent, you doing that, oh, you reading that book, because it go into that too. Every you know that these are just examples that I'm using, but every it applies to everything. Oh, you reading that book over there? Oh, you studying into that right over there? Oh, that's idolatry. You can't study that. Oh, you oh you meditating? Oh, that that's idolatry. Oh, you doing yoga? That's that's idolatry. You're not allowed to do that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you're studying you're studying into the energy of the mind. Oh, that's idolatry. You're not allowed to do that. Everything, everything somebody want to do, everything somebody want to learn, everything somebody want to study, all of a sudden it's idolatry. Because you worship other gods. Read. But judge this brethren, that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall into his brother's way. See, now we got to watch being those peoples that are free, being those peoples that can walk on the water, you know, being those peoples that can learn different things and won't be sucked into idolatry those brothers got to make sure they don't put stumbling blocks in front of the other brothers right. let's read on why read i know and am persuaded by the lord jesus that there is nothing unclean to itself see now he's saying he's persuaded by christ that there is nothing on this earth amongst the clean things that is unclean you know what i'm saying yeah we know pork is unclean yeah you know what I'm saying? But that's not what it's talking about. He's saying every base thing that the Lord created on this earth was created for our enjoyment. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Every knowledge, every understanding, every science, every food, every drink, everything on this earth that was created for our enjoyment was created for us to enjoy. Read. But to him that esteemeth anything to be unclean. But to him that thinks or looks on anything to be unclean read to him it is unclean it's unclean to him if you're looking at that certain food and you're like oh that that don't seem like it's right for me to eat when and love christ at the same time then it's unclean to you you have put that stipulation into your own mind read but if thy brother be grieved with thy meat now if a brother that's weak in the spirit be grieved because he see his brother Dipping and dabbing and learning and, and eating these things and drinking these drinks and doing these things that they feel like they shouldn't be doing. If they be grieved, read. Now walk it. Now not charitable. That brother that is free to do all those things, that believes in Christ and doing all this, if he doing those things in front of the brother that is weaker in the spirit, he's not walking in charity. Why read? Destroy not him with thy meat. Read. For whom Christ died. Because if that brother doesn't he, do, he doesn't agree or he doesn't believe he's allowed to do that. If you're doing those things in front of him, then he going to kind of be peer pressured into doing those things. If he don't fully believe, if he don't fully understand, if he don't fully agree, he going to feel that peer pressure. What's he going to do? He's going he's just going to start doing it. He don't fully believe in it. It's going to afflict him in his flesh. You know what I'm saying? It's going it's going it's going to sear his conscience with a hot iron, but he going to do it anyway. And what's gonna happen is he gonna he gonna be uh, guilty in his own mind, and it's gonna hurt him. Read. Let not then your good be evil spoken of. Let not then your good be evil spoken of. Read. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink. The kingdom of God has nothing to do with these physical things, man. 
It has nothing to do with you eating food at a certain time. It has nothing to do with that book you read over there. The kingdom of God has nothing to do with that certain knowledge that you wanted to get over here. The kingdom of God has nothing to do with that, man. Read. But righteousness. But what? But righteousness. But what? But righteousness. Love is righteousness. It say, but love, but righteousness, but brotherly unity. That is what the kingdom of God is. Read. And peace. And what? And peace. The kingdom of God is peace. Read. And joy. And what? And joy. The kingdom of God is joy. Read. In the Holy Ghost. So none of those things matter. None of it matters. Why do we put so much stock in these things when none of it matters? That's right. It doesn't matter. Read. For he that in these things serveth Christ. If you serve Christ in righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost, you serve Christ, read. Is acceptable to God. Read. And approved of men. Read on. Let us, therefore, follow after these things which make for peace. Let us, therefore, follow these things which make peace, man. Read. And things wherewith one may edify another. Let's, let's learn these things wherewith, wherewith we may edify our brother. If you learn learning something and you studying into something, you should be able to explain that in layman's terms to your brother. That's right. To help him to understand what's going on. And then if he can't understand it, then maybe he can get you to understand that what you're doing is wrong. And then maybe you maybe you can come to an agreement. Out. But see, some brothers, they just want to go into their own thing, do their own thing. They don't need anybody to understand what they're doing. Then they might not be strong enough for that. Read. Or meat destroy not the work of God. See, meat cannot destroy the work of God. You can't go and read a certain book and all of a sudden you out of spirit. Some brothers that are weak in the spirit, yes. But when you're strong in the spirit, man, you can't learn no knowledge that's going to get you out the spirit of God. That's right. Read. All things indeed are pure. All things indeed are pure. Everything, every science, every food, every drink, every plant, everything on this earth that was created under Christ is good. It's pure. Everything is pure. Read. But it is evil for that man who eateth with a fan. But it is evil for that man who go and eateth and know that it offend his brother. That's right. That's just weaker than him. Read. It is good neither to eat flesh. It is good neither to eat that flesh. Read. Nor to drink wine. Nor to drink that wine, that doctrine. Read. Nor anything whereby thy brother stumbleth. Read. Or is offended. Read on. Or is made weak. So when you are stronger, you have to look out for your brother that is weaker. That's right. It is good for you to just... Refrain from those things when you know your brother is looking up to you because you know he's not able to follow that same path. Read. Hast thou faith? Hast thou faith? Read. Have it to thyself before God. Have it to thyself before God. Read. Happy is he that committeth not himself into that thing which he allows. Happy is he that does not condemn himself in the thing which he do. You know, when you're doing things in your life and you're able to maneuver the way you want to maneuver, happy is he that don't condemn himself in the eyes of Christ right. in the things which he want to do. That man's going to have peace in his life, right? Read. And he that do it. He that doubteth, if he doubt, if he have doubt on the things that he do, he doing things, but he don't fully believe that he's allowed to do them, but he's still doing them. Read. Is damned if he eats. He damned. He's damning himself. Right. He's condemning himself. Right. Read. Because he eateth not of faith. He's not eating through faith. Read. For whatsoever 
is not of faith. Read is sin. Is what? Is sin. Whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Whatsoever is not of faith is sin. So that means if you don't fully agree with something that you're doing and you're doing it anyways, that is sin. That's right. It's sin within yourself because you doing things you don't fully agree with. Give me James 4 and 17. Look at James chapter 4, verse 17. Read. Therefore, to him that knoweth to, to do good. Him that knoweth to do good, read. And doeth it not. And, and, and chooses to neglect the knowledge that he believe he have, read. To him it is sin. To you. It is sin. That don't mean to everybody is sin. It say to him, it is sin. That's right. That is sin within you. But one thing you can't do is you can't force that sin on everybody else. To you, it's sin. But you can't project that sin onto another brother over there because you believe you're not supposed to do that. You can't project that onto him. That's not his business. That's your business. That's right. First Corinthians 8 and 8. And that's the problem Israelites have. Now, if an Israelite want to come and say, hey, I choose not to eat certain foods on these days because I feel like it's sin. I choose not to read certain books because I feel like it's sin. I choose not to eat certain candies because I feel like it's sin. I say, bro, do you. Do you, bro. Yeah. But you're not going to come and tell me that I'm in sin. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're not going to come and tell me. Because I do what I do that I'm in sin. Now, 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 if I know that you don't eat peppermint candies because you're afraid to celebrate Christmas, I'm not going to come in front of you and eat peppermint candies. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to make you weak in the spirit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to suffer at the same level you suffer. You know what I'm saying? But you can't come and tell me, though. Read this, Ock. Right? Book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 8, verse 8. Read. But meat. Cometh us not to God. He said, meat commendeth us not to God. Those things, those fleshly things, the books you read, the foods you eat, the things, the sacrifices you make, those those meat commendeth us not to God. Read. For neither if we eat. Read. Are we the better? See, if you eat, are you the better? Read. Neither if we eat not. Are we the worst? See, is a is a is a is a brother that dip and dab and learn and get into everything. Is he better than a brother that just just follows Christ and really don't worry about nothing else and don't want to really deal with nothing else? Is he is that brother that get into everything and learn everything and has faith in Christ but can also live freely in his life? Is he better than that brother that don't want to really get into anything and don't want to learn anything but just want to have faith in Christ and learn about Christ? Is that brother better than him? No. Nah. They on the same level. It's just personal preference. That's all it is. Every man live their life the way they want to live it. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Every man to himself. Do your thing. Read. But take heed, least by any means, this liberty of yours become a stumbling block to them that are weak. So take heed, lest that liberty that is given unto you to be able to do what you want to do in your life become a stumbling block to those brothers that really don't feel like they should be able to do everything in their in their life. Don't put that stumbling block in front of them. It say with great power come great responsibility, right? That's a Spider-Man quote. 
You know what I'm saying? We want to act like that's in the Bible. So we're pre- what's precept? Ah, that's John 14. What great power come great responsibility. You know what I'm saying? So if you have great power in the spirit, you have great responsibility to protect your brothers. That's right. Read. For if any man see thee which hath knowledge, sit at me in the idol's temple. See, if any man see you that have knowledge, sit at me in the idol's temple. That means they see you and they looking like, damn, he worshiping idols. They seeing you do these things that you know are freeing because you're not you're not worshiping idols. But when they look, it look like worshiping idols, right? Read. Shall not the conscience of him which is weak be in order to eat those things which are offered to idols? So now that brother that's weak that don't fully understand the spirit or how to be able to do what you want in your life, he gonna think that you just don't care right. and you just worshiping idols, and he gonna be emboldened. To be able to do those things in his life. Even though in his mind he's seared with a cot iron. He gonna still do it because he's seen you do it. Read. And through thy knowledge shall the weak brother perish for whom Christ died. See in that weak brother he gonna perish. Because in his mind he is committing idolatry. That's right. Read. But when he sinned so against the brethren and wound their weak conscience. He's sinned against Christ. So when the strong brother is not looking out for the weak brother, he's sinning against Christ. That's right. Read. Therefore, if me make my brother to offend. If if that thing that I want to get into make my brother offend, read. I will eat no flesh while the world stands. He said he would rather not even go into it. He would rather not even dip into it if it would offend his brother. Read. Least I make my brother to offend. Lest I make my brother to follow in my path and then commit sin himself. But give me Genesis 4 and 9. Let's see if that's a a, 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 a repeating thing. Genesis chapter 4 and verse 9. Let's see if that is a repeating issue going on with Israel because we say it all the time. Read this. Book right. of Genesis chapter 4 verse 9. Read. And the Lord said unto Cain, where is Abel, thy brother? What happened to your brother? Lord said unto Cain, what happened to your brother? What, what happened with him? Did, why did he fall out the spirit? What happened with him? Why did he end up going back into the world? What happened with him? Read. And he said, I know not. And a lot of brothers, they want to act, I don't, I don't, I know not. Read. Am I my brother's keeper? See, brothers want to act like they not their brother's keeper. They're going to do what they want to do in their life, and they don't care what their brother think about what they do. Brother, you want to come and tell me this? You want to come and tell me that? I don't care what you got to say. Instead of thinking, damn, that brother coming and telling me something, he expressing himself. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I should sit down and, and deal with him. Maybe I should live my life a certain way around him so as not to offend him. We don't care. We just going to do what we want to do. And then whatever he do, that's what he do. And I'm not my brother's keeper. Whatever happened to him, that's what it is. Read. And he said, what hast thou done? What hast thou done? Read. The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground. And the voice of that brother's blood be crying unto the Lord from the ground. Give me 1 Corinthians 10 and 14. We have to see ourselves in the scriptures. We have to see ourselves. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 14. Read that. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Verse 14. Read. Therefore, my dearly beloved. 
love. Read. Flee from idolatry. Do what? Flee from idolatry. Do what? Flee from idolatry. So when it say flee from idolatry, what do that mean? If idolatry comes from within you, what is the specific action you're supposed to take to flee from idolatry? That means it is it, it depends on you. What do you believe is that idolatry? What it what is affecting you on the inside? What mindset do you have towards that? If you believe that this is idolatry, flee from that. It come from within you. Now we all know the basics, yes, celebrating their holidays. That's in the scriptures. That's idolatry. But what nuances that surround that do you believe is idolatry? Flee from that. Read. I speak as to wise men. Read. Judge ye what I say. He said he speak as to wise men. That means he's letting you know the way he's speaking right now, only wise men will be able to understand it. That's right. This is this is knowledge that only people that have a spiritual understanding will be able to go and say, yeah, okay, I understand what he's saying. That makes sense. To people that don't have a spiritual understanding, they will be confused. They'll be like, whoa, it said this, it said that. I'm supposed to, you're not supposed to do that. You They don't have a spiritual understanding. Right Everything they understand is carnal. But when you have a spiritual understanding, he say, I speak as to wise men, judge ye what I say amongst yourself. Judge ye what I say inside yourself. Judge ye what I say. Maybe if you had a spiritual understanding, you'd be able to understand what I say. Read. The cup of blessing which we bless, it is not the communion of the blood of Christ. Is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? Read. The bread which we break. Read. Is it not the communion of the body of Christ? See, this, this word that we teach and read. For we being many are one bread and one body for we are all partakers of that one bread we don't behold israel after the flesh are not they which eat of the sacrifices partakers of the altar see are not they which eat of the sacrifices partakers of the altar let's see give me second maccabees 6 and 18 let's see are not they which partake of the sacrifices which which eat of the sacrifices partakers of the altar give me second maccabees 6 and 18 let's see what you let's see what you're supposed to do the book of second maccabees chapter 6 verse 18 read Eleazar, one of the principal scribes an aged man and of a well favored continent was Contained, constrained, constrained to open his mouth and to eat wine's flesh. See, it say Eleazar, one of the principal scribes, was constrained to open his mouth and to eat swine's flesh. Right? Read. But he chasing rather to die gloriously. He's choosing rather to die gloriously. Read. Then to live stained with such an abomination. Read on. Spit it forth. Read on. And came of his own accord to the torment. So he chose rather than to die in the east swine's flesh. Yeah, that's clear. We all we all would choose that, right? Read. As it as it behooved them to come that our result to, to stand out against such things. Read. As are not lawful for love. Of life to 
can be tasted. Read on. But they that had the charge of that wicked beast were the old acquaintances. They had with a man taken him aside, besought him to bring flesh of his own persuasion. Of his own provision. So these men that had the charge of the feast, because they were friends with the old man, said, hey, you know what? You can come to the feast and just bring your own meat. You know what I'm saying? Bring some chicken. Bring some beef. Bring some lamb. You ain't got to eat the pork. Just come and bring your own. You know what I'm saying? Read. Such as was lawful to him to use. So it said bring the meat that is lawful for you to use. Read. To make as if he did eat of the flesh. Take it from the sacrifice commanded by the king. But when you come to the feast of the king, just act like you eating the meat that we gave you. You can eat your own meat. You ain't got to eat no swine. Just act like you're eating the meat that we gave you, right? Read. That in doing it, he might be lead from death. He might be delivered from death. Read. And for the old friendship with them, find favors. Read on. But he began to consider discreetly. He began to consider discreetly because... I mean, it wouldn't be a sin for him to make you bring his own meat. I mean, he got his own meat. He's not eating pork. It's just a dinner. See? Read. And has become his age and the excellence of his ancient years. Read on. And the honor of his gray hair. Read on. Whereunto he was come, and he most honest, educated, from a child. Read on. Or rather, the holy law made and given by God. Read on. Therefore, he answered accordingly and willed them straightway to send him to the grave. He thought on it and he said, I'd rather die. Why? Read. For, for it becometh not our age, said he, in any wise to dissemble. Read on. Thereby many young persons might think that Eleazar, being fourscore years old and ten, were now gone to a strange religion. He say it's because the people that are younger than me, weaker than me, will look and say that he's eating the, the, the food sacrificed to idols. He say, I don't want to give that image that I'm doing that so that they will follow in my footsteps. Read. And so they, through my hypocrisy, hypocrisy and Read. desire to live a little time and a moment longer, should be deceived by me. Read on. And I get a stain to my old age and make it abomin abomination. Abominable. We're good on that. So he's saying he had to set the example. He had to show the example of. I'm not even going to sit at the table. I'm not even going to do that. Even though I know I can bring my own meat, even though I know I can stay within the laws of God, I'm not even going to show the example like that because I don't want the younger generation to think that's okay. You see what I'm saying? We have to set the example as the stronger men. Give me 1 Corinthians 10 and 19. We have to be ready to die rather than to show a false example. Read this. Book of 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 19. Read. What say I then, that the idol is anything, or that which is offered in sacrifice 
Do idols is anything. See, he's saying what I say then that the idol is nothing or that the offer to sacrifice, the thing that is offered to sacrifice is nothing. Read. But I say that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to devils. To deceitful things. Read. And not to God. And not to our God. Read. And I would not that ye should have fellowship with devils. So he's saying I would not that ye should have any fellowship with those devils. That's right. Read. He cannot drink the cup of the Lord. Read. And the cup of the devil. And the cup of the devils. Read. He cannot be partakers of the Lord's table. Read. And of the table of devils. Read on. Do we provoke the Lord to jealousy? Are we stronger than he? Read on. All things are lawful for me, but all things are not. Expedient. Expedient. He's saying all things are lawful for me because... He's not worshiping those other gods. Everything that the Lord put there that is good for him is good for him. It's all lawful for him. But not everything is really good for everybody else. Not everything is good for the movement. Not everything is good for what he's trying to do. Read. All things are lawful for me. Read. But all things edify not. All things are good for him, but might not all things be good for everybody else. He has a responsibility to think about everybody else. Read. Let no man seek his own. Let no man seek his own, read. But every man another's wealth. But every man look on his brother's price to the kingdom. That's right. Read. Whatsoever is sold in the shambles. Whatsoever is sold in the shambles, sold in this place, read. That eat. You can eat whatever is sold, read. Asking no question for conscience sake. You ain't got to be worried about those things. You ain't got to ask those questions. Oh, is was this made specifically for Christmas? Was this made specifically? Do I got to it's, it's a sandwich. You know what I'm saying? Trip. Chill out. You know? Read. For the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. You ain't got to look at the little pack of incense and it say on there for wicked use, use it for this that and the third this that, you know, you ain't you you going in there looking for that Oh, you asking the, uh, the, 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 the shop teller, was this made specifically for uh, cleansing evil spirits out of your home? I don't want to buy it if it was made for that. You ain't got to be worried about that. It's an incense. That's right. Read. If any of them that believe not bid you to a feast. If any of them that believe not bid you to a feast, read. And ye be disposed to go. And ye be, it's just a dinner. You know what I'm saying? It's not a ritual sacrifice. It's just a dinner. You know, read. Whatsoever is set before you, eat. You, I mean, you can eat with people. You ain't got, oh, oh, they don't keep the commandments. I can't go to dinner at their house. You can eat with people. You ain't got to be afraid. Read. Asking no question for conscience sake. You ain't got to be in there talking about, oh, man, uh, you know, I know that the 4th of July is coming up in about a week. Y'all ain't over here celebrating the 4th of July, are you? It's a week from then. I, I, I highly doubt that, bro. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to be in there quest, giving them the 20 questions. But read. But if any man say unto you, this is offered in sacrifice unto idols. But if any man come to you and say, hey, you want to come, come over to my house for Thanksgiving? If any man, you come in their house and they brought you for dinner, they say, hey, man, we celebrating Christmas two weeks early. They're glad you could make it. Let's see what you're supposed to do. Read. Eat not. It, hold on. What did it say? Eat not. What did it say? Eat not. You have full authorization to throw that uh, turkey out the window. That's right. <laughs> you know, to get out of there. You know, if they letting you know, hey, this we made this for you to get them spirits out your home. I'm good, bro. 
You know, you you should. Why'd you have to go and tell me all that? I don't need to know that. It was a it was an incident. You know what I'm saying? They come, you come into their house. They 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 like, oh yeah, thanks for coming to our early Thanksgiving dinner. I'm out. I, I thought y'all was inviting me to regular dinner. You know what I'm saying? Get out of there because they letting you know that it's sacrificed unto idols. Read for his sake that showed it, and his conscience sake, and for your conscience sake. Read. For the earth is the Lord. Read. And the fullness thereof. Because when you really look at it, it's just a plate with food on it. That's, That's all it. it is. But because of your conscience, you have to stay away from that idolatry. Because you don't, you know, if, if they gave you the plate and they didn't tell you it was Thanksgiving, you didn't even know what Thanksgiving was. You didn't know what was going on. They just gave you a plate of food and didn't say nothing. You, you, you would eat it. That's you know it. what I'm saying? You would eat it. Would your, would your insides melt because it was for Thanksgiving? No. But because you found out it was about Thanksgiving, because you found out they were worshiping false idols, now your conscience is seared. And now you got to stay away from it because it's idolatry. You see? Read. Conscience, I say, not thine own. Read. But of the other. But of the other. Read. For thy, for why is my liberty judged of another man's conscience? So why should my liberty be restricted because another man want to say we're not supposed to do certain things? But we're not supposed to say certain things. We're not supposed to eat certain things. Read. For if I by grace be a partaker. Read. Why am I evil spoken of for that for which I give thanks? See, why am I evil spoken of for that which I give thanks? When I love everything the Lord put on this planet, I love everything that he gave for us to do, everything he gave for us to see, everything he gave for us to enjoy, and now somebody else want to judge me for that because I love the things of the Lord. Read. Whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of God. Do everything to the glory of God. But if it's not to the glory of God, it is of sin. Read. Give none offense. Give, but give no offense. Read. Neither to the Jews. Neither to your brothers. Read. Nor to the Gentiles. Nor to the people that don't know. Read. Nor to the church of God. Nor to anyone who's trying to learn. Read. Even as I please all men. In all things. You got to be looking. When brothers look on you, they have to be approved. You have to be proven. Read. Not seeing mine own prophet. Not seeking mine own prophet. Read. But the prophet of many. But the prophet. Thinking about the congregation. Thinking about the way they see you. Thinking about the way the world see you. So they can see the light of God. Read. That they may be saved. It's about them. It's about them. That's right. It's about your brothers. It's not about you. So on that Stay out of other people's business. You know what I'm saying? Mind your own business. If you believe something is sin, stay away from it. If you believe it's righteousness, study into it and you can do you. Can do you. Just stay away from the things that the laws say you're not supposed to do. That's pretty much it. It's not complicated. That's right. And on that, we say shalom.